Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Are y'all ready for the fire talk? Low down on the biz and uplifting dialogue. Oh, yeah. Listen right along. This is straight off the press. The remix fresh with no prior song. Oh. Supplying y'all with the certified thoughtful. Yeah. To give a piece to the feast, it's time to call blow. Yeah. The raspberry wind is fragrant, flavorful. Insatiable eardrums taste the radio. Here can't be beat the clash with me. Better leave all your Georgia nor half the week. What? Positive or motivational strategy. Successful guest promoter self mastery. BlockTalkRadio.com slash the remix Friday. At 10 p.m. Eastern Support the sister with a great reason I must insist Don't miss it this evening Beach man to the remix. I am your host, of course, Miss Blue, the Oracle, and you are live in the remix. Peace and greetings to everyone. 
everyone out there. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to Planet Remix, everyone. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers all over the planet, all over the globe, all over the world. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to everyone out there. And uh, just so glad you guys can join me here, join us here live on Planet Remix tonight. We're going to go ahead and get ready to get into the share, get ourselves nice and hype. That was just an opening song, a dedication to a celebration that was done many, many moons ago and that many of our ancestors celebrated as well. And that was a celebration to all the mothers all over the planet, whether you're in the U.S., no matter what part of the world you live in, no matter what corner of the world you live in, celebrating the goddess Yemenya. And uh, just so thankful that we can have that energy here to open us up as we get into the share tonight, the citizens of MWG. We're going to be talking about that and connecting ourselves with that energy. But peace and greetings to each and every single one of you. <laughs> and thank you so much for joining me live here on Planet Remix. Now, as we get ready to get started, there's a couple of things that I want to kind of bring to your attention. Number one being on Friday Night Share, oh my goodness, off the chain for sure. I thank you guys for all the love, all the emails, all the social media responses from everywhere, you guys sending so much love and giving so much feedback as well. Um, I know we kind of got cut off at the end, so oh my goodness, but that's okay. Just so glad to be here and to have you guys here. I want to remind you that tonight's share, as well as all of Planet Remix, is available for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, whenever you want it, however you, wherever you want it, <laughs> you can get it. Here's a couple of places you can download, download, download. You can go over to the Remix Radio page over on Facebook. All you have to do is click like when you get there, and uh, you it will direct you directly to where you can go and listen to the Remix. You can download it on your computer. You can download it on your phone. You can download it on your smart devices, all those good, good, juicy stuff. You can go over to the iTunes market, once you go over there, you're going to search for the Remix Radio with me, Miss Blue, and you will see it. Subscribe when you get there, and you can listen to all of the archive shows there. Same thing on the Android market as well. So you can also go to YouTube. This is so cool, you guys. You can come over to the YouTube page and just search for Blue, B-L-U-E, and then Raz, R-A-S, and Barry, B-E-R-R-Y, and you can see the shows that have been broadcast here. But here's another really, really cool thing to do, and I'm excited about this, right? You can also search for the remix inside of Spreaker. You can find this there. 
So if you have a Spreaker app on your phone, you can get the remix there. And then here's the other cool thing. All you have to do is say, Alexa, take me to the remix radio with Miss Blue. And Alexa from Amazon will be able to say, let me pull up the latest episode of the remix with Miss Blue. Now, how cool is that? <laughs> so happy Mother's Day. That's my gift to all of you. Uh, just more ways that you can stay connected and keep yourself connected with Planet Remix. If you have the, uh, uh, the Intune app, you can also find the remix there as well. If you have YouTube Red, you can listen in your car. You can listen on your television. You can listen in all of your devices as well. So no excuses for you being connected to Planet Remix, the, the most, I don't even know if I want to sing the most, but the coolest <laughs> soul group in the galaxy. And you definitely want to be connected. So there's so many different ways. I see you checking. You go ahead and check the box and check it twice. And you make sure that you pull up the remix. Um, so you can listen to all the shares. So it's real cool that you can use Amazon's Echo and you can use Alexis and all the devices where Alexis is and Alexis will be able to locate the remix. And it's cool because me and Alexis talk just like me and Siri talked and they know how to find Planet Remix. So we're all tuned up and we're all ready to go. All systems are a go. Now, I want to start out because earlier today I was on with a family that's over in Hawaii. We have many Remix family members that are on the big island over there. And, of course, we know about all of the volcano activity that is there. So we definitely want to send our love, our light, um, and all of that beautiful stuff to everyone from Hawaii and aloha, aloha, there you are in the blue room there and to all of our family over there, we send you so much love and we send you so much light. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I trust that everyone is having a great day. Mm. And uh, I hope that everyone is having a really, really great day, had a great day for some of us and that we're in a very, very beautiful place. And thank you guys. I'm so glad that we are in the sweet spot tonight. Well, we're gonna sit in the sweet spot for a little bit more. And I also want you guys to get ready to call in because tonight we are going to celebrate Mother's Day. And, 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 and let's, let's get something clear. Mother's Day is every day. We know that, right? Mother's Day is absolutely every. <laughs> oh, I just got a loving message from my brother Jerome. Thank you, brother Jerome. Um, and uh, I want you to know that Mother's Day we celebrate every single day. Every single day, your mother, we're celebrating her. Whether our mothers are here with us physically or our mothers are in the ancestor realm, we're going to push out. We're going to send some love today to all of our mothers everywhere. And, uh, and uh, 
and uh what am I trying to say and uh uh we're gonna we're gonna do that. But before there was the celebration of Mother's Day, there was the celebration of the goddess. That was Mother's Day, too. And we can look back into all of the ancient records and we can see where the goddess has been celebrated all over. We can see where the goddess is being celebrated where the goddess is being lifted up, where the goddess is being encouraged. We can see that. We can see that everywhere. That, that, that has been documented absolutely everywhere on this special day. I also have a story from one of our ancestors about Mother's Day, and we're going to talk about this because I don't think many people know about this. And if you do, it's cool. And if you don't, oh, you're in for a treat. We're going to talk about that. And then I want you guys to come on, and I want you to leave a very, we can ask questions, we can do things, but I want you to leave a very loving message about Mother's Day. And for those of you who are mothers like myself, it's a great place to be. Greatest roles, one of the greatest tasks that we can take on on this planet is being a mother. Very sacred role. Very sacred sisterhood to go through this rites of passage of being a mother. So incredible, so loving, so divine. All right, so we're going to do some special shots out. We're going to do that. We're going to do some shots out. So, of course, we're going to send love and shots out to all the mothers, all the mothers all over the globe, everywhere, all the mothers, Ashe to the ancestors, every mother that has come before us, the mothers that are here, we send it out to them. And we're going to send them so much love to the mothers. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day, right? And then also, I want to give a shout out to you. So if this is your very first time tuning in to Planet Remix, let me be the first to say welcome, welcome, welcome. I am glad that you are here. Pull up a chair. Put the babies to sleep. Let the dogs out. Pet the cats. Get you something to drink. <laughs> and uh, stay locked into the remix. We want to do that. And if you've been listening for a long time, long, long time, just so glad that you are still here listening with us. You're still here sharing with us. You're still here growing with us on Planet Remix. Yeah. And you're doing the work. You are truly knowing your magic. So I want to send a love out to. Sister Manya, a dear, beloved mother and a sister as well, sending her so much love and light to baby Nina, Tiwi, and everyone. Mm -hmm. And uh, sending love, sending love out that way. 
and uh, the whole family, the whole crew. Love to Brother Bilal, the whole family, the whole crew that way. Sending love to Dr. Banks, the whole family, the whole crew. And then much love out to Collymore, who opens the way here for us. Thank you so much, Collymore. <laughs> so much love to you. Dr. U360, who opens up that cosmic portal so we can all just come in, dive in, and get the good stuff here on Planet Remix. Love that brother as well. Love out to Erica. Thank you so much. Powerful sound check. Coasting these airways. Chastity, who's always working. And all of us, all of the brothers, all of the sisters, as we dive into the Kundalini Lab and bring you guys everything that we all need as a soul group here to together. Yeah. So I want to do this. <laughs> this is what I want to do. I want to ring the bell for self-invested, sending all of those powerful brothers and sisters in self-invested so much love. They are definitely putting in the work on all areas, all globes. Shots out to everyone who self-invested, OT. Shots out to Andrea, who had a birthday. Donna Lee, whose birthday was on um, Friday night. And to everyone else celebrating. Hadia, doing the work. Brothers and sisters, OT out there. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Y'all are making me, what? Y'all are just making me forget, but it's it's so many. Jay Wood, everyone who is Alex, everyone who is in self-invested. Wanna send love to all of you guys doing the work, staying in the work, and just doing some magical things out there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Real interesting, T. Jordan, for you to mention that first word, but definitely a, ascension, I would agree with, and healing energy always to us, I would agree with. So, you know, you guys, we need to just kind of open up the energy. It's already been opened up with the goddess Yemenya. Uh, she sent some powerful love out there. Uh, love to all the mothers, Queen Mother Opulus. Sending that sister love and light, the Reverend June Gatlin, sending her so much powerful love and light. That's another sister. She's been a guest here on Planet Remix. She was Michael Jackson's spiritual advisor. I think when we all have maybe remembered or not remembered, she was on Ripley's Believe It or Not, the Reverend June Gatlin. And, uh, you know, as sort of that powerful, powerful goddess, that powerful energy of doing the work and doing it very, very public. And I thank her for sharing her gifts with the world um, and always uplifting women, men, children, people all over the planet. And, uh, you know, just sending her love. Also sending the sister, ooh, is so many, La, 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 Leticia, 
Uh, uh, she wrote Jambalaya for the Soul. Uh, that sister, she's been a guest on here. Wonderful, powerful goddess energy as well. Like, I would be here all night. Do you not understand this, Queen Afua? Um, also, one of my spiritual teachers as well, too. Like, all of these amazing women out here uh, that is doing the work, these amazing, powerful women uh, in this world. So I want to say that because we are talking about goddess energy, mother energy in particular, um, not anything new. So, um, yeah, so we're going to do that. We're going to get ready for the remix. I want to give out the goblin number because we will be talking. We will be dancing tonight. Yes. So, sisters, go ahead and assume the position. Don't make me do a Beyonce on you. Uh, get in position because uh, we about to get in formation and uh, we about to do a little dance. I'm going to share something with you guys that woke me up early in the morning and he was just singing this to me and I said, mm, okay, I hear you. We'll do this. Uh, we'll definitely do this and we are going to do this. Um, yeah, we're going to do this on Mother's Day and we're going to send some love, send some light. So get in formation. Sisters, we're going to do that. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it. Don't forget to subscribe. If you're in the blue room, let me give you those cosmic directions. I don't think I did. Uh, cosmic directions, you're going to come on over to the YouTube page. Search for blue, B-L-U-E, and then Raz, R-A-S, Barry, B-E-R-R-Y. And you will find the remix. Don't forget to subscribe and click that bell so you will get the notification whenever we go live and whenever we're here. Also, subscribe across the board to all social media. Don't forget Twitter because we're doing some very special things over there on Twitter. So we're having cosmic chat that can go down at any given moment, right? Just any given moment that can happen. And uh, now we're going to listen to some Baby Blue. I had an amazing Mother's Day, by the way. My children hmm, never cease to amaze me and uh, bless me with some beautiful things. I got a chance to speak to my mother, my aunts, and great aunts, and, um, you know, and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And really talked to other mothers as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's listen to Baby Blue. Don't forget, hashtag Planet Remix Radio. Do it for the culture. Make art work. Do it for us. So let's listen to this. La, 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 the remix. Hey, this is Baby Blue. And remember, if nothing else moves you, life will. This is so true. If nothing else moves you, life will. Say it with me. If nothing else moves you, life will. If nothing else moves you, yes, indeed, life will. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get ready. I want all of my sisters to get up from the itty-bitty babies, all my sisters. I want you all to get up. <laughs> and I want to share with you what I was, what woke me up this morning real, real early. And the brothers 
said to me that um, they wanted me to get up. And this is what they came in singing to. So I know that this will bring the magic to you. So here we go. She knows what she's doing. She's super bad now. She's going to really blow your mind.
Planet Remix. <laughs> Planet Remix. Jackson and the crew woke me up early this morning and uh, did that little dance for me. And uh, it was a very beautiful, pleasant surprise. And uh, <laughs> so good. I see you guys. Y'all look like y'all wore out. Like y'all was really getting it. <laughs> I seen you guys in the chat room. Y'all was really getting it. Like we was doing the cosmic soul train line. Like Russell said, we were all just doing that cosmic soul chain line and uh yeah we actually did just enter a whole new galaxy <laughs> oh my goodness uh just so so powerful and um mm. welcome 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 to planet remix everyone so glad you guys are here and tonight we are celebrating of course none other than mother's day and even though that could be a very different time, depending on what part of the world you're in, like, for instance, in Australia, they already celebrated their Mother's Day. In Europe, I believe their Mother's Day is soon to come. And here in the West, in the U.S., we are celebrating Mother's Day. But no matter where you are, no matter what part of the world you're in, celebrate all of the days of the goddess. Celebrate all of the days of Mother's Day. You know, we can never do that too much. Because if it wasn't for our dear beloved mothers, oh, we would so not be here. We would so not be here. You know? So it's a beautiful thing to celebrate Mother's Day. So welcome, welcome, welcome to Planet Remix. We're going to be talking about citizens of the MWG. Yeah, and what that means. Mm-hmm. So on this Mother's Day, I want to talk about this. Because this is some special energy that has opened up for us. And I definitely want to send an ashe to our brother, Michael Jackson, who's always been very close to me on my spiritual journey. If you guys go back way, way, way back, back, back in the day, you will see the stories that I shared of Michael Jackson, of him coming, introducing himself to me, as he has to many of you, those of us who can hear the highest vibration of what he's saying to us. That beautiful energy of the Archangel Michael. And so want to tell you guys is that all of you who are here have been gifted the opportunity to travel 
to travel to a place that many don't get the chance to go. That if you can hear my voice, if you have ever heard my voice, if you've ever graced the presence of Planet Remix and harnessed this energy, then this too is with you. This is here with you. And it's real serious business. It's not about selfish business. It's not about, you know, trying to use this energy. We won't go there. I think you know what I'm about to say. But it really is for your evolution and your love. And no one brings that across better than MJ. And, you know, nowadays, you really have to check. Because if you are really sort of in that place of a low vibration, that there's a lot of spirits masquerading themselves around. They are imposters. And they will come to you and appear to you as being a spirit who they're truly not. And if you don't know the difference that you are being greeted by a spirit that's sort of giving you some information or giving you something when really it's not. So it's always important to make sure that you are truly, truly tapped in and connected at your highest frequency or able to get to that place that you can clearly discern and hear the voice of your intuition so that you're not being misguided by what appears to be Michael coming to you, telling you something when it's an imposter. (laughs) Because time will tell if that was real. And you will know. But this, I can assure you, was real. And I want to share that to you. And that is that we have the ability to be connected, to become citizens of the Milky Way galaxy. So that is now accessible to us in a way that maybe we were not aware of. that we literally can go to the heavenly divine stars and connect ourselves at the gateway where the goddess Tarawet stands in her divine position of guardians. 
give that very sacred and secret word. And what then becomes open to us is access to the Milky Way galaxy. There is so much to be explored inside, deep, deep inside of the Milky Way. Because this is truly sort of the mother's milk. This is the milk of the mother. that is being poured out all over the galaxy, everywhere, live. Yeah. So, I just want to welcome all of the citizens of the Milky Way galaxy, hereby connected to Planet Remix, Anytime you choose to dive deep and coast into that celestial mother's milk, you have access to get there. You have access to get there, to dive in deep in the Milky Way. And all that is there for you, it awaits you. Oh, yes. (laughs) It awaits you. And sometime this week, I can assure you, and possibly that would happen around the 16th through the 22nd of this month, you're going to know when you have truly, truly tapped into that energy. Now, you may have visited there before. But we all know what happens when visitors come to the city, right? You stay only where visitors go. But I guarantee you, now that you have complete access, you will be able to travel deep within the realms of where you have not been before because you are an official citizen of Planet Remix and the Milky Way galaxy. (laughs) If I had my applause, I'd put it up for you. So there you go. There you go. And I definitely want you guys to let me know, all of you citizens of the Milky Way galaxy, otherwise known as MWG, I want you to let me know what you are able to derive from. And it's going down. It's going down this week. (laughs) Thank you guys for the cosmic hand clap. Thank you for the cosmic hand clap. So now, let's talk about Mother's Day. Because there was another ancestor who also tapped into this energy as well. And it has to do with Mother's Day. Again, like I said, to all of the citizens out there, of MWG, there has been many times throughout history where we celebrated and honored the goddess. That's not new. But here is a story that you may not be familiar with, and I want to tell you about a woman. 
she grew up at a time in our country when, what could I say? She grew up in the time that was around the 1800s. It was a real interesting time in our country. A real interesting time. We were at the brink of a lot of things that were coming to be. And as we got ready to cross over to that celestial guideline and come into the early 1900s, lots of changes was happening. Particularly, there were so many changes that was going on all across the world. It didn't matter what part of the world you were in, there were changes going on. But I want to tell a story about a woman and her mother, a mother who she loved so dearly, like she loved her mother. Like many of you here, you have that love for your mother that is it's such a, it's such a strong connection that we have with our mother. And rightfully so. On Friday night show, those of you who listened, I talked about Houdini and how his love for his mother, when his mother made her transition, it put him on a totally different course of being. Well, this kind of happened the same way with this woman and her mother. So her mother was this woman. She was a pretty strong woman, as most mothers are. And she had to do a lot of things that mothers needed to do. So her mother, being this woman who was a strong woman, she had many different beliefs that she had, not to mention that she had a total of nine children. And something that every mother dreads was that her mother ended up having to bury eight of her children. Well, excuse me, she had, I, I believe it was more than nine children. Don't, don't correct me because I believe she had a total of 10 children and eight of them passed away and she had to bury them one by one by one. And it started to take its toll on her. As a mother, she was quite devastated. And not only was she devastated, but so was her children. In particular, so was her daughter, devastated. As she watched her mother go through this sorrow, this grievance, as each one of her brothers and sisters had to be laid to rest before her. And as a young child, that left a strong imprint on her mind. Not the loss of her brothers and sisters, but the strong imprint came from watching her mother have to endure going through what she endured with her brothers and sisters. It was devastating. It was devastating to her. So her mother 
doing what mothers do. Attempted to keep her poker face. Attempted to continue to remain in her superwoman syndrome. Because that's what we are as mothers. We're superwomen. We're supermothers. Her mother... Her mother actually left a note for her daughter. She was still very little, so her mother left a note for her, put it inside a book, and on that day that it came, that her mother was about to pass away, as she weeped to lose the love of her life, she read this letter and that letter changed her life. In fact, it changed her life so much that she made her life's mission to honor her mother, to lift her mother up almost to the status of a saint, as a queen, divine spiritual being. And she said, I will stop at nothing until I make this day, which is dedicated to my mother, a day that the whole world will stop. Didn't Beyonce tell us that? World stop. <laughs> Didn't Beyonce tell us the whole world stopped? Well, this is what this woman wanted to do for her mother. She wanted to make the whole world stop and pay respect to her mother, to her mother. It was her mother's last wish. It was her mother's last will and testament that somebody somewhere would recognize her, all of her sacrifices, for all of her great deeds, for all of her love, for all of her countless hours that she volunteered her time teaching children, helping other people, feeding and taking care of her family, sharing her love with the world, that somebody, somebody, anybody would honor her. And her little daughter, raised her hand and she told her mother, I will do it. Make the world stop for you. I will have the whole world celebrating you. I will have the whole world knowing how great of a mother you were. Not just to me, not just to my brothers and sisters, 
but to many. So she started writing letters. We're talking about the early 1900s. Women really didn't have a strong place in this Western culture, in this society. But she started rallying people up, writing them letters, telling them we should start honoring mothers. We need to begin to start celebrating and making this day a day for mothers. She went to President Roosevelt and she said to the president, she said, look, this is in your best interest that we begin to start celebrating Mother's Day. that we began to start. She was 12 years old, by the way, when she passed away. Her mother worked in clubs. She helped to improve health and sanitation conditions for women. She was all for the cause of mothers. Her mother passed away in 1905. after having to bury nine of her own children. That's a strong mother. So she wrote a letter to all of the prominent figures. And this took place in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. And she wrote a letter to Teddy Roosevelt And she did this in 1907. In 1908, she kept writing letters. She wrote a letter to uh, the president hopeful that was running at that time, which was William Jenkins Bryan. She also got in touch with Mark Twain. She like, hey, Mark Twain, you writing all this poetry and all of this books and all of this passion and all of this love. Come on, can't you see the value in us celebrating mothers? She didn't stop there. And for those of you who are in the Philadelphia area, you may be familiar with this, but he was a former Postmaster General John Watermakers of the famous Watermaker uh, department store, she got in touch with John Watermaker. These were all very powerful figures. And her little campaign that started out with one young woman, one young girl, because she started doing this at 12 years old. And she continued and she would get women and this started to pick up steam. Other women started to get into it. And even though her idea was initially presented in front of Senate, the Senate, and they rejected it and thought it was a ridiculous idea. But because she had 
made contact with some of the prominent figures. Watermaker, uh, uh, John Watermaker stepped in. He was, uh, you know, at the time he was uh, the post, a former postmaster general. He said, wait a minute. I was talking to my wife. And I think this is a good idea. Because this is a loving service. So after he jumped on board, more jumped on board. And then Mark Twain actually wrote something in the newspaper, and he had it printed in the Philadelphia newspaper and also in the New York Times. So on May the 10th in 1908, the first official Mother's Day service was held at a little itty-bitty church, Andrew's Church in Philadelphia. At this time, this is where Ann Jarvis spoke for 70 minutes at the Watermaker Store Auditorium. That vineyard could seat up to 5,000 people, but more than 15,000 people attempted to get in there because they all wanted to hear this. And then afterwards, Temple University President Wolf wrote that this was, you know, um, to the and the founder of Temple University, Russell um, Conwell, I believe is his name. They all were in awe, energy, how much passion, how much love that Miss Jarvis put into that Mother's Day speech that she gave. And they said that she was one of the most greatest orators a brilliant thinker that they had ever come across. And so what happened after that is other states started to celebrate Mother's Day. And more and more, all of the states began to start celebrating Mother's Day. They were all so, um, they all were so excited about May the 10th, newspaper articles were picking it up. Uh, the governors were employing citizens to come out and Anne started telling people that on Mother's Day, and you guys may have seen your mothers do this or some of the family members wear this white carnation on Mother's Day. And so they were wearing this white carnation <laughs> of Mother's Day. And then the Kansas City governor proclaimed that the sweetest word in the English tongue was the word mother. And we know the word mother or mama because babies say it instinctively like they say dada. 
this is something that the divine and the most high puts into their vibration as they enter into the earth plane of growing up on planet earth. You don't have to tell a child how to say mama or dada. They say that instinctively. And so the Kansas City governor said the sweetest word in the English tongue is the word mother. Now, what he understood is that that was a Sanskrit word that goes back all the way back to all of the ancient texts. You will see and know that that vibration of mama, of mother, was there. It's always been here. And so... With almost at this particular time, the whole United States celebrating Mother's Day, state this state, Woodrow Wilson signed legislation designating the second Sunday in May as national, as a national holiday. And this came in 1914. So what a beautiful thing, right? Here we have little Anne Jarvis, who is honoring the wish of her mother. The letter her mother left, which was a prayer, was that I hope and pray that someone will found, found a memorial Mother's Day commemorating her for her matchless service that she had given to humanity in every field of her life. Her own daughter was the one who answered her prayers. And by the way, she was named after her mother. So Anne declared the white carnation, the official Mother's Day flower. And she urged all sons and mothers to visit their mother or at least to write home on Mother's Day. And for those who mothers had already made their transition, she encouraged them to live this day as your mother would have lived it. Paying respects to the ancestors. And Jarvis even would write these letters on Mother's Day and they would print them in, in, in the newspapers all over. And she would say that her vision for this day was domestic, focusing on a mother's role within the household, that it should be a highly sentimental day and honoring the best mother who ever lived which we all know was her mother. Remember, this was about Anne's mama and honoring her mother. And she wanted others to join in. So what happened? What happened to Anne? What happened to Mother's Day? This was a dream that her mother had left for her. And Anne, who was the founder, Anne Jarvis, of Mother's Day, she 
had her wish come true. This was her purpose. She did it. And there was, there was one problem with this. And created Mother's Day. She wanted to own it. She wanted to own it. Like the own network. And wanted to own it. She didn't want any outside forces corrupting her vision of what this day should be. So she incorporated herself as the Mother's Day International Association. Y'all don't hear me. And sat herself down without a college degree and figured out how to incorporate herself and Jarvis as Mother's Day International Association. She copyrighted her own photograph. She trademarked the Mother's Day seal. She put a drawing of the carnation into the Mother's Day so that people could distinguish it from what we talked about earlier, imposters. She incorporated herself. She wanted to own it. It was hers. It was her vision and it was hers. Each year, Anne put together an official Mother's Day program that included a personal message some suggested music. I'm laughing at this, you guys, because I do this shit right here, right? <laughs> and also readings to be used at the services and the celebration. And said, if you don't know what to do, I didn't figure it out for you. Here it is. It came so overwhelming. And it required so much of Anne's time that she had to quit her job with the life insurance company because her hobby turned into a business. They thought Anne was playing, but she wasn't. She worked at an insurance company where she was the first female literary and advertiser editor to work on Mother's Day full time. She was the very first to do it. She spent the rest of her days of her life promoting her founding vision. of Mother's Day, and then came people who were trying to steal her dream. And Anne was fighting their ass tooth and nails. But I want you to understand, because see, when I 
first came across this story and spirit led me here. I had to dig very deep. And then I had to go into the Akashic records. Speak with Anne, sit her down at the blue table and have a little one-on-one -on -one conversation so I could really get the gist of what Anne was attempting to do. Because as Nicki Minaj says, they wanted to make her the bad guy. Called her crazy. They said she was totally obsessed. She was out of her mind. And that what everybody was trying to do is they was trying to help her and she didn't want their help. And Anne said to me, Miss Blue, that's not the way it went down. That's not the way it went down at all. We spent about hour and a half talking. And this version that I'm giving to you is directly from the ancestors of what really happened. Because it's not at all what they want to tell you about Anne and Mother's Day. So Anne quit her job, her full-time job was promoting Mother's Day. And she spent the rest of her life promoting her vision for the day while she also had to go tooth and nails fighting the floral industry, the greeting card industry, the scammers and the profiters who were making money off of her holiday. And they wasn't making a little bit of money. I just listened to a report and this Mother's Day here, this Mother's Day that we're talking about, that we celebrated here, over $32 billion was spent on Mother's Day. I want you to sit back and do this for me, sisters. I want you to do something that I do all the time. I want you to kind of take your hands in your chair. I want you to kind of lift yourself up and I want you to scoop back and I want you to cross your legs. And then I want you to take your elbow on one side of the chair and put your hand under your chin. Brothers, I want you front and center and I want you to lean over and put your hands on your elbow and put your hands under your chin. And I want you to get in that very sacred thinking position. I said $32 billion was spent today on Mother's Day. One day. I say that because this is something that we've been preparing you guys for a while. And Brother Bilal came on and we talked to you guys. And, you know, one of the things we've been doing a lot of work with and self-invested is about understanding esoteric wealth. 
and that somehow we are under the illusion that there is no money, 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 money. What? Today, $32 billion was spent on Mother's Day. We have children who aren't eating in this country. We have homeless people who are here. We have people running around without health care. <laughs> Do you understand that this thing that we call wealth, how we understand that almighty dollar, we got to get a grip on that because there is no lack at all. Never have been. We got to understand this esoteric movement behind money. So getting back to Anne, she spent the rest of her life fighting. She did. There was a retail convention a group of retail confederation that went on in Philadelphia. This was about back in 1923 and crashed their damn convention, rolled up in that piece like, listen, you people are gulging the public and you are taking using a beautiful idea as a means for pure profit. But she went one step further. And she said, as the founder of Mother's Day, I demand that it cease. And she told them Mother's Day was not intended to be a source of commercial profit. And would bust up on your ass like Chris Brown at a party. You didn't know when Anne was going to show up. <laughs> Anne was everywhere. Letting people know that she didn't appreciate what they was doing. She even went after nonprofit groups. <laughs> Y'all know, don't front. Y'all know Chris Brown. <laughs> and went after nonprofit groups. And in 1925, they was holding a convention for American war mothers who had lost their sons and children due to war and busted up in that convention. <laughs> they was around there selling carnations to raise funds for service members and their families. And Anne showed up at that convention and told them, I demand that you cease this. You better stop. Stop it. 
Well, oh, nice little Anne. They wasn't feeling Anne no more. They arrested Anne. <laughs> That's right. She said, not today. It's not going down today. Not today. They arrested Anne. And the New, York's, the New York Times, bless their hearts, they've come a long way. The New York Times wrote these articles all about Anne. People telling them that Anne is crazy. Anne thinks that nobody can have a damn carnation, that the carnation belonged to her. And you can't sell nothing on Mother's Day. She don't want you doing none of that stuff on Mother's Day. She wants us to get somewhere, sit down, and write a letter to our mamas or go and spend some time with our mothers. That's what Anne wanted. That's right. She got locked up. Yep, like Akon. That's right, Journey. She sure did. So she even turned on one of her biggest supporters, which was Mr. Watermaker. He was her biggest champion earlier on. And Jarvis showed up at his business, sat down and wanted to go eat lunch there. The little waiter came out and said, here's your salad, Miss Jarvis. This is our very special salad, and we know that you would love this salad. And Anne looked, and Anne said, oh, why, why, why am I going to uh, love this salad? She said, because this is called our Mother's Day salad. Anne took that damn salad, went to Mr. Watermaker's office, and dumped that shit all over the floor. <laughs> And she told him, listen, you're trying to crush my movement. You're trying, you're trying to kill my vibes about Mother's Day. <laughs> he said, you know what? You crazy. You certified and you better get out of my office because you insane woman. <laughs> and was officially out of control. So now, at one time, she was about that life, yeah? At one time, it was reported that Anne had 33 pending lawsuits. She was suing everybody. People would open up their store talking about this on Mother's Day sale, 33% off. Anne would roll up in that store, rip the sign down, and tell they ass, oh, no, you won't. I demand that you cease this foolishness and stop making money off of people on Mother's Day. And you know, it was, <laughs> you know, people, people kind of got a little touchy-feely. Yeah, she was gangster. She was gangster, Griffin. Anne was gangster. You know, they said Anne was trying to have a stronghold on that holiday. It got so bad that President Roosevelt's wife, Eleanor Roosevelt, she was getting ready to give a speech because she had sponsored so many funds for needy mothers and their children. And uh, <laughs> Miss Roosevelt tried to give a speech on Mother's Day. Oh. Man, she was like a superhero on they ass. Anne was kicking down doors. She rolled up on Eleanor Roosevelt. 
and told Ms. Roosevelt, I demand that you cease it, that you stop this. That's right. She was like, Birdman, you're going to put some respect on my name and my mama's name on Mother's Day. You're going to put some respect on my name. <laughs> and she told them, told Ms. Roosevelt that she was trespassing on her cause and commercializing on this day and told her if she didn't stop, she would sue her ass too. It was quite devastating. The first lady was shook. She was so shook. She was shook. She was shook like she was shook like Carly B was when Azalea Banks came for her yesterday on social media. She was shook. She had to shut it down for a while. So we didn't hear. <laughs> we did not hear from Eleanor Roosevelt for a while. So the New York Times reached out to her. They was like, whoa, what happened? We, we got to get to Miss Roosevelt. Like since Anne then got a hold of her, she was just shook. So the New York Times said that they wanted to come talk to her on Mother's Day. She said, look, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I really could say something, you know, because I really think that, you know, Miss Jarvis misunderstands us. This is what Eleanor Roosevelt told the New York Times, you know. She told them this back in March on 1931. She said she wanted Mother's Day to be observed and shit. That's what we do. And we want to observe it. And we are working for it. We are really here to help her. So they went to go get Anne's statement because, you know, this is, you know, the media as we know it today, they, they, they've they always done this, right? So they go because you got to get two sides of the story, and then in the middle, somewhere in there, you find the truth. And so what happened is the Times went on over to Anne, and they said, Anne, you know, we just got through talking to Eleanor Roosevelt, and she said she thinks that you are misunderstanding what's being done, that you wanted Mother's Day to be observed, and she wants to observe it. And that they're really working to observe it and that they're really helping you. And Anne said, I'm going to go ahead and call bullshit on all of that. They're not helping. They're trying to make some money off of it. But here's the thing. And for those of you who are out there that are bloggers and that you guys, you report stories or you do this kind of work, maybe you're a reporter, maybe you work for a network, you know, it's real important that you do your due diligence as a journalist to dive deep and get the answers to the question. You know, go in like Connie Chung used to go in back in the day when Connie Chung would just hit you with that, bam, that question you never thought about. You know what I'm saying? You know, Connie Chung would be talking to you, laughing to you, asking you about your kids and then say, what happened the day that you met the president? She would hit you with that question that you didn't even put on the list that you didn't want to answer because you didn't even ponder the thought. She would pull out that impeccable question that would get you, you know? 
Connie Chung had a way of doing that. And she would cross her legs and sort of sit back and watch you in amazement. Like, now what? Hmm. The New York Times forgot to ask this question because we could have learned so much from Ann Jarvis. But that's okay, because that's why we got Planet Remix. We're going to get the story today. We're going to get the real juicy, juicy stuff. To ask her, why is this so important to you? See, no one asked her that question. No one. No one asked Anne. Why is this so important to you? So the Times took her story and they wrote it up again as yet another crazy psycho woman who done lost her way. She done went and incorporated herself as Mother's Day International. She didn't copyrighted everything with Mother's Day, and she sues anybody who even put the two words together, Mother's Day. She's carrying Hallmark to court every single week, threatening with lawsuits. She was boycotting all of the florists. They didn't ask her why, but we gonna get to that. She boycotted and initiated this boycott to florists because florists would raise their prices for carnations every May. So every time it came close to Mother's Day, the price of a carnation would fly up. So Anne said, I want y'all to think about something. In 1908, I bought 500 carnations for half a penny each. And now it's 1912. People are trying to sell them for 15 cents a piece. So Anne asked them when she took them to court, what changed? You know how they say, what done happened? <laughs> what done happened to the carnation? What happened? So Anne said, oh, I'm going to fix them. She wrote a letter to her cousin and she expressed to her cousin, that the floors are the leaders and causing so much trouble. So Anne said, I'll fix them. How about I'm going to take the carnation off of the logo, off of the patent, off of the copyright. 
So she rescinded the carnation and got rid of it as the official emblem. She said, now what? Y'all still gonna charge people 15 cents a piece? Cause that ain't the hottest shit no more. I done moved on to something else. I'm sorry for the language. This is a little bit of Ann Jarvis coming through. She was, you know, she was heated when I talked to her. <laughs> she good now, but you know, she was expressing herself. Anyway, Anne replaced the emblem of the Mother's Day with a button. She said, this is going to fix all of those who are profiting off of carnation for their own profit. She told her cousin, yeah, I'm going to do it. And her cousin said, come on, Anne, give it up already. Why don't you stop this? But of course, Anne switched it to the button. She had to keep going through the lawsuit. She was going through the protests. She was going through the boycotts. She was doing all of this and everything that Anne was trying. She could not stop Mother's Day from becoming this huge cosmic cash cow. She couldn't. She couldn't stop it. And one day, when she was strolling through the grocery store, the first two weeks of May, of Mother's Day, and I want you guys to begin to start thinking about this, that we are spending over $32 billion on Mother's Day. 80% of it is going to greeting cards. About 66% goes to flowers. Hmm. We are almost 100 in a few years after Mother's Day became a national holiday. But yet, no one is explaining the legacy of Ann Jarvis' life. They thought she was delusional. That she was selfish. But the question begins, defending a holiday against commercialization, that's one thing. I fight it repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. One thing is for sure, no one really knows the true story of Anne Jarvis. No one really knows her story, but she left hundreds of documents telling step by step of everything that happened. There's been books written about her. 
many people thought she was ego-driven. And that's how they coined her. Ann Jarvis, the founders of Mother's Day. What she was dealing with, this was ego-driven. The other thing about Ann Jarvis, wasn't married. She didn't have any children. She was a very opinionated and financially independent women woman that was living during the first half of the 20th century. Sometimes they would call her crazy. And this craziness was a way to sort of dismiss her as being sort of this strong woman who had a vision and a movement and was determined to see it all the way through. Now, it's so interesting because so many things was happening in that in during this time. Companies like Tiffany's was being formed. The Rockefellers were making their money. We had the Kennedys. We had all of these powerhouses of men during this time who were building their businesses and building their empires, many which are still thriving very much today. And they had some of these same qualities that most people respected in men in the 20th century. Not so much for women. She was willing to stand head to head and toe to toe with the elites of New York City. She even challenged Eleanor Roosevelt. And we know the stories about her. She was a fearless woman herself, but she had to bow down to Anne because Anne would not back down on her vision. So a lot of the hype she says that you'll read about me has just been blown up to make a good story, to make a woman with a vision and a mission seem crazy. She said, I wasn't crazy at all. I wanted people to understand that profiting off of this holiday was not so much my problem, but it was we forgot what this day was truly supposed to be about. 
she was only worried about herself. And she never profited financially from the holiday that she founded. And she was committed to protecting the purity of Mother's Day. And she believed that the way that people were hungrily grasping was tainting this purity. They wasn't trying to take the money and help the advancement of the people or the children. It was her wish that you honor mothers, whether they were rich or regardless of how rich they were, how poor a mother was, no matter what color a mother was or what their creed. That's what she wanted. She wanted all mothers to be celebrated. That's what she wanted. She wanted mothers from all over the world to stand up. She wanted them to stand up. She wanted mothers to be celebrated. She wanted mothers to be honored. She wanted mothers to be loved. That's what she wanted. She wanted people to really take the time to connect with their mother. She didn't want people to replace their thoughts with a card. She wanted real physical contact with their mothers. And she wanted them to be able to get to use this day to understand how to be connected with their mothers and to honor her Mother's Day. So I say, Ashe. To Anne Jarvis, happy Mother's Day. To a daughter (laughs) who honored her mother's wishes and stayed the course. Stayed the course. Yeah. Yeah. You're officially a magic maker. She's a magic maker. I wanted to tell that story because I hadn't heard that story about Mother's Day and didn't know what was behind it. Now, of course, we have some amazing brothers and sisters who write these cards and, you know, beautiful florists that have this. And of course, there's absolutely nothing wrong with people selling and making money on Mother's Day. But let us not forget the real reason we are celebrating Mother's Day. It is to honor the mothers and to take the opportunity to do that and not to wait for Mother's Day. That was the whole point that Anne was saying, not wait for Mother's Day. 
that that day could be a special day, but not the only day that you are waiting to say and celebrate your loved ones and your mothers. Celebrate it every single day. That's the beauty in it. And also, here's the other thing. We have to start, you know, we are citizens of the Milky Way galaxy. We are official citizens of MWG. We are stars that are there. We are stars. And we have to show up in our lives as a star every single day, whether we're a mother, a father, a son, a a sister, a child, whoever we are, that is our job to show up and to be the stars that we are. I'm not talking about stars as in celebrity stars. I'm talking about the greater star, the essence of the spiritual being that you are. You have to be the star in your life every single day. Every single day should be your national holiday for yourself. You should be championing your stardomship every single day. You, you are the star. You should be the star in your life every single day. When you wake up, you should be ready to shine like the superstar that you are. We can't forget that. We were born into this cosmic citizenship as a star because we came from one of the greatest stars there is. Our mothers, our mothers, yeah, so I love it. I absolutely love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. We're going to get ready to go to the phone lines. We're going to do that. Um, I want us to go to the phone lines. I'm going to play, I'm going to play some music. And in this music, it's a little bit of a prosperity little mix here for us to open up this cosmic energy here. So we're going to open energy here and then I'm going to go to the phone lines here. Uh, As we open up this energy, we're going to open it up with a powerful goddess energy, some energy of the goddess Oshun, just to bring this light, to bring this love and to bring the wealth. So here we go. Oh, 
Set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Hey, bad bitches wanna be my face. Hey, hey. hold me down like a CIA. Hey, hey. I'm in my car trying to see my face. Hey, want me to be the like CIK. Oh, hey. if it's heated, I'ma see my face. Hey, and best believe it's gonna be outrageous. Hey, hey, niggas can't believe my race. Bouncing around, bouncing, bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing.
Woo! This is tastes like lunch, but it's running from bananas. Hey, hey, hey! Every day, hey, well, lemonade, I was afraid. Wait, would I be okay? Hey! Played and I played. It's Rihanna, nigga. My constellation is safe. Hey, hey! Nigga, bounce off. Why your speakers in the face? Bounce off. Why your speakers in the face? Bounce off. Wait a minute. Bounce off. Wait a minute. in the face. I get it how I live it. Hey. I live it how I get it. Count the motherfucking digits. I pull up with a lemon. Not cause she ain't living. It's just your eyes get acidic. And this ain't a scrimmage. Motherfucker, we ain't finished. I told you we don't play. A nigga by the business. Hey. Way below to the top. Nigga, the bay runs by. Around bouncing, around bouncing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all, yeah. <laughs> Live in the remix, everyone. Let's get ready to go to the phone lines. And uh, definitely, whoa, want to hear from you guys. We're going to kind of jump around here. So as you come on the phone lines, let's go to the caller calling in from area code 3172. You're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're coming from. Hello, this is Nika calling from Orlando, Florida. How are you doing tonight, Miss Blue? Happy Mother's Day. I am wonderful. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day as well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Definitely I'm grateful for all the, uh, the loving energy and the mother energy you have given over the years to me and other listeners. I definitely greatly appreciate that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, I was... Um, I was calling in for the, on the show. It's actually me and a friend of mine, and we both suffer from some maternal issues where mm-hmm. I wasn't raised by my mother. I actually just met my mother about two years ago when I was 30 years yeah. old. She didn't mm-hmm. have her mom around us, so she was about 15 years old. And even mm-hmm. after her mom came around, her mom was distracted. And since I met my mother, my mother hasn't developed a relationship with my, me either so right. we are both calling in to kind of discuss that and clearing the blockages like especially on days like this where everyone is yes. giving pictures and stories and yes. and no one yes. wants to be a Debbie Downer on when everyone's happy but it's you know like <laughs> it, it does affect the people like us who who don't have those type of relationships Right, right. And, you know, it certainly is understandable. Here's one of the things that um, I want to say to both of you ladies on the phone. And who else is on the line with you? Nika. Um, it's my friend. Uh, she's here. Her, uh, my friend Catalina. Oh, y'all got some beautiful names. Y'all mama did that right. Catalina and Nika. <laughs> 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 Catalina and Nika. That sounds like that's a that's a road trip show. Like we watching y'all on the road. Oh, Catalina yeah. and Nika. Yeah. I see you two in the car cruising. Who's that girl? That's Catalina and Nika girl. 
<laughs> right. And that's exactly Listen. what we're doing right now. We are cruising in the car. Like, that's exactly what we're yes, doing. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, I see it so clear. Well, here, here's one of the things I want to tell you is that before we actually get ready to come to the planet, one of the most beautiful things that we do is that we actually get a chance to choose the family that we're going to incarnate in. And they actually sort of choose us. So in essence, you two chose your mother and your mothers chose you, right? So this is a powerful connection. And I want you to begin to start thinking of it like this, but there is a ritual that I'm going to give out and I'm giving it out for everyone listening on Planet Remix and we all can do it. It is a way for us to be connected with this internal energy, um, this mother energy, this light, because one thing is for sure, you are the proof that you are embodying it. Because if you truly didn't have a connection with your mother, guess what Catalina and Nika wouldn't be doing? You wouldn't exist. It is impossible to not have a connection. But I understand what you're talking about. You're talking about a relationship to balance that. But one of the things I will tell you is I know that you two have come across some amazing women in your life. And you two are wonderful, loving, amazing women. So when it comes to the family, whether we want to call it a family curse, whether we want to say it's something the family has done, know that you are proof, Nika and Catalina, you are proof being here that the buck stops here that it doesn't go on. I want you to know that. See, we talked about showing up and being a star. Know that every generation of women from your mother's side and your father's side gave light to you so that you, Nika, can be the one to stop this and you change it. And the same thing to you, Catalina. But here's what I want you to do. I want you both to write a letter to your mother. It is a love letter that you need to physically write to your mother. And this is something that Ann Jarvis sort of gave to me. And of course, I had to run it by the goddesses. And I ran it by um, the goddess Oshun. And also ran it by uh, uh, the goddess uh, uh, Yemenya and Hetheru and all the amazing goddess, the goddess offset as well. Write yourself a letter to your mother, a love letter. And in this particular love letter, you're going to write a love letter to your mother, thanking her for the love that she infused in you. Now, you're not going to send this letter to your mother. 
You can if you want to. I want you to trust your intuition on this, but it's not necessary for you to send it. If you want to see some real magic happen, then the first time you write this letter, I don't want you to send it to your mother. And for those of you who mothers are deceased, I will tell you what to do, or your mothers have made their transition from this plane to another plane. We'll talk about that. And those who don't know their mother, we'll talk about that. Write this letter, handwrite this letter. I want you to sign it and I want you to get a picture from the internet of the Black Madonna and put a little picture of this in there. Fold it up, address it to yourself, take it to the post office, and allow that cosmic Milky Way energy to infuse itself and have that letter come back to you. When it comes back to you, open it up, read the letter, sign it, find a beautiful plant or a beautiful space on earth to open it up Tear the letter up into little pieces. Put a seed in it, several seeds of some flowers, or cover it up in the earth and release it back to Mother Earth. And watch the magic. Watch as this mother energy begins to start to shine bright to come through you. And this is going to open it up. But I want you two ladies to know that you are the proof of this. I want you to really know your magic. And I want you to understand that once you put this energy in the atmosphere, it really will open up the lines. Your mother is really what this tells me is that everything that your mother needed to give you, Everything that your mother needed to give you. You came here so infused with love that you were able to harness that and to be there. Yes. And I, I definitely believe that. I don't have children myself, but I definitely believe that. I believe it for myself and for for Cat because Cat is um, one of the most amazing mothers I have ever seen. I mean, it's completely involved in every activity, not only for her own children, but for our friends' children who who might not have yes. the energy to keep up, who might not have the the focus to always be involved and she she keeps yes. up for that slack much more and so when you say um when you say that as far as her breaking it she does exude um that that energy and that love that wasn't really but hold on to her to that. hold on here nika and for you being able to recognize it sweetie you've broke it too for you 
Otherwise, you would be clueless, too. You know how they say, it takes one to know one? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would definitely do that. Um, I just had two more quick things. The second thing is my aunt. She was the person who served as my um, mother uh, through my life at one point. And her husband, when I was living with her, um, molested me. And since then, she... And I have had a strained relationship, and it's on again, off again. We try to be friends. We try to be cool. But um, I recently had a spat where I kind of spoke some words to her, like, you know, I don't even deal with you because of this situation and da-da-da-da-da. And I kind of, even though what I said I meant and it was true, now I feel kind of bad about it or I feel awkward. It's like I desire to have her in my life but at the same time I don't desire to have her in my life because of the situation with her husband and and because of what I spoke now I don't even really know how to move forward I don't know what to do so here here is a couple of things I want to say to you and one I send you so much love and light because you're so strong you know and I am so sorry for what has happened to you, what you had to endure and to go through. And I know that you're working on healing yourself from that. And you also will help others not to heal from it, but to prevent it. Because you do know that you must write that book. And the book is not about your story, but the book is to teach other women how to prevent this from happening. That is so crazy that I have been thinking about that for years. (laughs) Yeah. You need to start, stop thinking about it. And we have this beautiful new moon energy coming up and you need to start doing it. Because just like Ann Jarvis had a call, you have a call. And that call, again, is not to tell your story. It's not about you telling your story. It's about showing people how to look for signs and clues to prevent this from happening. And I want you to hear me say that to you because this is a message from your great-grandmother that is coming through that everyone tells you that you look like. Mm. So that's a big part. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and I have been working with my great grandmother a lot in the um, probably in the last two years because I met my birth mother on the death anniversary of my great grandmother that I never met. And when I realized so that correlation, I realized that she was coming through to me. Yeah. So you see, Miss Blue is telling you the truth, right? Because I would have no way of knowing what day <laughs> you met your mama on and your great grandmama and I, none of that. She's telling you this, right. that she will help you write it. She will help you do this. 
Now, let's get back to your aunt. Is your aunt still with this man? Yes. Then you must leave your aunt. You love her from a distance. But don't worry. She will come around. She will come around. But you have no dealings with her. Have no dealings with her because she is still with the man who sexually molested you. And she did nothing about it to protect you or to correct the wrong. I don't want you to make a judgment on her because she has her own work here that she must do. Your work is to heal. You don't have to stop loving her. You don't have to stop being uh, thinking about her and maybe every now and again picking up the phone and saying hello to her. Because you already know what it does to you when you're around your aunt and how you feel for real. Now, you can take anything that Miss Blue says and you can throw it out the window. You have that free will to do that. But I want you to trust your heart and what your heart is telling you. You don't have to hate your aunt. But you do have to be the star in your life. And you have to put you first when it comes to something like this. You will be the example for other women in your family and other young girls to look up to. And even those that are older than you will see your strength, they will see your love, and they will see your light. And once you finish that book, give a copy to your aunt and to your uncle. And I want you to make sure that you are somewhere getting some support and love for yourself. All right. You can always email me as well. Okay. All right. You were talking about Oshun. I have been working with Oshun. And I am starting a food truck business. I'm Yay! trying to push for a grand opening next month. Yes, ma'am. So, um, oh, you, you are any... a magic maker. You're, let me ring the bell for you. You're, you're a magic maker. You're definitely a citizen of the Milky Way galaxy and a part of Planet Remix. And I love you. Please let me know how everything is going. I want you to push forward. I want you to focus on everything that is good and loving and wonderful in your life. I want you to do that food truck and feed all the, the 
all of the all of the children of the world, even though you're not a mama, I don't care how old they are, they your children when they come to that food truck and you're going to be serving nothing but some love and some good, good stuff to them. So make sure you come back. Everyone in the blue room is sending love to you. Let us know. Make sure you connect over on the Remix Radio page on Facebook and uh, let us know there too. All right. Thank you so much, Ms. Blue. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, I love you. I love you. I love you both. Yeah. Nick, Nikia. Nick, 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 I can't even Nika say the name now. Nika, Nika and Catalina. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Thank well, you. love to both you. of you amazing sisters. Peace and love. Hold the line. Aw. So beautiful. So powerful. Oh, my goodness. Let's go to the next caller. Calling in from area code 4142. 4142, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hi, can you hear me? I can. Hello? Who's on the line, please? Yes. This is Beautiful Wisdom, a.k.a. Pamela. <laughs> hey, Beautiful Wisdom. I love that I name, line, by the way. Thank you. I was on the line once before with you, but by the time you got done talking with the other person, I had fell asleep. So when I played it back, like, she got me. She finally got me. Man, I've been <laughs> trying to follow you for so long. I've been on a mission. Yeah. I've, I've been on a mission, but I'm going to let you do all the speaking. I'm just going to give you this point. I am a mommy on the mission, and it's not just the wrong that's been done to my children. The awesome mm-hmm. of protecting is all the children. And I'm leaving right there. Oh, listen, I, oh, you guys, I, I just want to give you a big hug. A big hug. Thank you. A big hug. Because you are definitely a mommy on a mission. Let me tell you guys something. I want to say something because this came up. You know that movie with Gabrielle Union that's coming out? Remember I told you guys that um, I had absolutely no desire to go see that movie. Really? Okay. And and, and, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. And it, it kind of goes back to Ann Jarvis. Because... Even though we can look at these things from a financial, like a money type of way, what she was really talking about was a lot of things that we were working on in self-invested, which is esoteric wealth, right? And so, see, this movie is pulling on our spirit. Uh-huh. It's really tugging at your spirit as a mother. That's what it's doing. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot of this energy in the atmosphere, but we can harness it for these things that we're working on. You are advocating for your children and you're advocating for children all over the world that children should be in a place where they can be safe, where they can be loved, and where they could be allowed to be children. where children 
are allowed to be children. And that's just not the babies. That's your babies of any age that has grown into their adulthood. They should be able to prosper. They should be able to figure out out where they're supposed to be. You've done your job in getting them there, and now you're just the guy that they come back and talk to. You come back and ask questions to to help get them on their journey. But in the meantime, yeah. meantime, you have a journey that has to be completed too. You know, of course. So that should not be disrupted because of the mayhem and the madness of other people being selfish and racist. And that's just a problem right here. Yeah. Well, I want okay. you to do this, and I bring you this message from the Divine Mother that, you know, the Black Madonna is mm-hmm. to focus on not fighting a system, but creating a system. Take all of your energy, take all of your power back, call it all back to everyone you've given it to. Now I'm confused. No. Your job is not to, your job is not to fight what it is existing, but to create a new way of being, because then you truly won the fight. I don't even know how to do that. I've been so, well, so, so focused on tapping in and it's, destroying to start the whole thing over. I understand, and it makes you want to do that. But it's kind of like back in the day when people used to really fight. I'm not talking about guns and knives and stuff like that. I'm talking Uh about, and I'm not talking about fight till death. I'm talking about defending just who you are. One of the golden rules was what? You don't go fight nobody on their turf because you know you're going to get your ass whooped. And that's what you're doing. You're going into outside of your sacred grounds. You'll never win. You'll never win. I thought the goal was to go in and fight with the ancestors and the magic and all that I have access to. I just got to learn how to get into it and access it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's, yeah. that's been my main goal. Mm-hmm. And I have well, a focus well, he, now because my son is—he's handicapped, and they made it worse. And so the goal is like, okay, tapping in, try to get to the ancestors. I'm—I'm I'm from the no, Blackfoot no, no, tribe. No. Right. Yeah. Well, you don't—you don't want to fight, and your mission with the ancestors is to bring it to light, so that the truth can be revealed, and the. And, and and what is wrong will be written right. They will take that path. In the meantime, what you're going to do is you're going to kill them with love and kindness that you're giving to your child and children like that. And you're going to bring awareness to who they are. The loving souls that they are and you will tell their story and through telling their story with love you ain't got to do nothing 
the whole world will stand up and fight for you. Because one thing is for sure, if you're out fighting, then your child is not getting the love and support that they need. Okay. Well, I had not decided to go out and fight up front. I wanted to do this in the spiritual. I wanted to do this behind the scenes. You know, that's what I was was figuring had to be done because you can do do that. You can do that part behind the scenes, but then there's another part that you wanted to take place on this physical plane, right? Well, the thing about, well, yeah, I want to see the outcome of it. You know, I want to see the outcome of everything being destroyed. Can I just tell you what happened and on the fifth? Well, yeah. something that happened I, when I, I kind of like crossed over know, a little bit. But I already huh? know, but go ahead and tell me. I only didn't say no, because if you, you know. Go, no, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, tell me. No, no, no. Because I don't know which one you're talking about now. Listen, you tell the story because you will be the one to tell the story. But I was going to tell you about the time that I kind of like faded out when I was near the death and I kind of crossed over and seen some things and I came back and I want to explain it to me. So I've been on a mission to try to figure it out. I couldn't hear you. I can't hear you. You're not coming. Can you hear me now? So, so let me over. let me ask you a question. Is this about you or your child? It's to me about both because my mission is tied up in what I think I what I know I saw and what I need to figure out what to do with it and how to do with it. And then my son later on being making his situation worse by police brutality that was unnecessary. You know, so right. and then my other kid been taken from, then they throw me in jail because I'm talking crap to a white person. I mean, enough is enough. Enough is enough. So I guess I had to flip from the whole gospel stuff because Jesus wasn't doing it for me, and now I'm over here with this stuff, and I'm determined to make it happen. You can, but what you what I'm going to tell you, you're going to lose that. You're trying to fight something instead of claiming your victory and telling your story. Okay. Because if it's not worth you telling, then it's not going to be worth anyone fighting for it. It's your story. But you know, my story is just like so many other black people out here that's constantly going through the system. It doesn't matter. We not listen, listen, listen. Okay. It doesn't matter. You've got to tell your story. The only reason you know you're not alone is because people are telling their story. Yes, that's true. If they didn't tell their story and they thought like you, then nobody would know nothing. So sit down and tell your story. Put it out there. All right. Thank you for that. Yeah. Put it out there. Okay. Ooh, boy. Put it I out thought of, well, yeah, I am. I'm going to write that down so I, I'm remembering it because that's my thing. I'm a chatty patty. I talk so much. But 
I, I, I will get a, I will get a toad. I'll just, I, but I, you know, I'm waiting. I want to be directed by my, my ancestors. I want to know which doors to go through and how to get everything balanced. Because right now I'm a bit stressed trying to pull everything off. And then, you know, you, the son, my son yeah. has like the, the, the TBI issue. So, um, the traumatic brain issue. So he, you know, he, he makes yeah. a lot of progress, but then he'll make a major step back and that's heartbreaking. Well, let me let me let me share something with you. You have a Facebook account, don't you? Yeah, but I really hate Facebook. I barely go in there. Listen to me. Okay. You know how to get on social media, right? Yes. You don't have to wait for somebody to tell your story for you. You can tell your story. This is the magic the internet, of the World Wide Web. You don't have to wait for someone to invest in what you deem to be important, but you can take the cue from Ann Jarvis herself, who decided that this was going to be her life mission. And she told her mother's story, and she made it a national holiday. And she stopped at nothing. So you don't have to worry about what doors to go through. That door has been given to you. The ancestors opened the door for you here tonight. Tell your story. Alrighty. Okay. All of it, not just his situation, all of the kids' situations, because every last one of us has been affected in some way, directly, not even indirectly, directly, each and every last one of us. And I only, I'm only a family of four, me and my three babies. Then you're telling your family's story. You guys come as one, you're whole. Okay. Tell it. Tell your story. Broadcast your story. Oh, wow. Okay. Tell your story. Got you. Your story. That is my story. Yep, that's my story. You're absolutely right. I can share regardless because it is mine. That's my testimony. What I want you to do is to come out of victim mode and step into a true role of a warrior. Okay. That's what I call myself doing. I don't know. I was still in the victim mode. <laughs> I just, you know, I get a little down with my baby, but my man. Yeah, of course. And, 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 you know, that is understandable. But you won't find out where there are people who can help you. There are people who can assist you. There are other people who are going through the same thing as you. If we don't bring these stories to light, yes, we can work on things and, 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 and attack them from a spiritual level. But if something is weighing on your heart, then you have to go through what I talked about in one of the previous shows, the opening of the mouth ceremony. You got to tell your story. And not from the position of being a victim, 
I got you. I understand 100%. But I've been doing that for so long, and it's like I have to find a new way to fight. You know, I got in touch with my higher self. I'm like, you need to show me the tools. I need to know how to fight. Because apparently trying to go around here and liberate and try to change things and try to make justice happen, I'm only one person, first off, and it's not even working. But I'm tapping into something and seeing something worse than I thought it was. You know, you think it's just a small phase, but it's really, really huge. And in the meantime, between time, you don't have to, and dark. You don't, you, listen, you don't have to profess that to me. I'm an African-American woman living in America. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, I got it. <laughs> and you, you, do you understand what I'm saying? You, yes, Come I on do. now. We are living in a time where Childish Gambino, mm-hmm. Donald Glover, is being deemed and being called one of the greatest creative minds of all time because he did this video of this is America and you are afraid to tell your story. When you said that, that's the first thing that came to mind. This is America. I was trying to spit it out to you. But when you said tell your story, I'm like, mm, like, like, like childish, huh? Like, like this is America. Because I've been watching that all weekend and just looking at people's reactions and seeing, man, that thing is the bomb. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I get what you're saying, though. I really do. I understand it 100%. I'm on it. You don't. You don't understand me 100%, but I'm good that you foresee your future of understanding what I'm really telling you here tonight. You don't get it yet, but you will. You will. I know you will. Okay. All right? All right. I'm I'm counting on it because I know to start with (laughs) Facebook so far, but I I started just connecting with everybody else, and it's it's a lot of little things that will kind of hold me back and retract it, mainly one of my son, but... It is my it is my testimony. Like I told him once before when he first got sick, you know, he, Mom, don't talk about it. I don't want people to know that, you know, that's my business. I'm like, son, I'm the mother that has to deal with a child with a terminal illness. What are you talking about? I don't know how to deal with it myself, so I have to talk how, about how it. How old but is your like son? It. How old is your son? He just, he just turned 23. But, you know, I think it was an attack. And the, the more I've been but listening, listen, listen, listen to what I'm telling you, and I want you to hear okay. me really closely. Your son is 23. He has a right to say his own story. And what I want you to do, listen. He was 17 when it happened, though, but now he's 23. Listen. Okay. Okay. Listen. He's 23. Two things I want you to stop doing. One, stop calling him somebody with mental illness. Stop it. Okay. The second thing is you need to tell your story, how it impacted you, and respect your son at the same time. Gotcha. Okay. Feed truth to power, love and wisdom. Don't let the same system Mm -hmm. that you deem responsible for your son label him something that he has not claimed. You are claiming 
the mental illness, not him. And as his mother, that is critical to him. So you got some work to do. And fortunately and unfortunately, it cannot be solved in just one conversation with me tonight. <laughs> but you can reach out. Okay. I'm always here to support you. Okay. And really sit yeah, and down. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get a reading with you before I leave because right now I'm in the Carolinas, but I'm from the Midwest and I'm headed back there as soon as possible. But since I'm okay. back and forth from here in Atlanta, I'm trying to get in there and get a reading with you. <laughs> Before I go, yeah. I was trying to sign up for the panel class. If, if you've emailed me, email me again. Let me know you okay. spoke with me. And, you know, we, we'll, we'll take a look. Of course, there's a waiting list, but we'll, we'll take a look and see, see what, what spirit has to say about it. But in the meantime, okay. you have these things to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want you to ground yeah. yourself first. You, you got this. You got this. And you will, you will do this. Yes. All right. Well, I love you. Ground myself. Just that quick. What do you mean by ground myself? How? Okay. Come out of what I'm doing now and just. Hold on. Hold on. I want you to slow down for me for just a second. And I want you to think about what it means to be grounded. Because you know what that means. Because you. Settle down and focus, but change my focus to something different. No, that's not what it means to be grounded. It has nothing to do with your focus. It is to slow your energy down, slow your body down, come back inside your physical body so that you have access to your intuition, your higher self, so that you can connect with the most high, the ancestors and your higher self. You can hear things clearly. You cannot be just all over the damn place like your energy is now. You look like a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, you look Sorry like an out-of-place Christmas tree in the middle of summer. And we trying to figure out why you all lit the hell up. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you for that. Why that why of, yeah, huh? that's why you're exhausted mentally. This is why you're yes, mentally thank exhausted. Yes, yes, I am. I'm <laughs> it. That is it. I'm almost at a wit's end. Like, I'm ready to give up, and I know I can't. Yeah, because you need to ground (laughs) yourself. And one of the best ways to do that is to stay present in this moment. Don't stay in the past, not too far in the future. Be present. Breathe. Relax. (laughs) Okay. Find the joy and love in your life and stop trying to be fucking magical and just do magic, which is about making a greater individual commitment in your life. I got me sweating. All right. You're right on the money. Thank you so much. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I'm I'm fine. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I will be in touch with you. I'll, I'll go ahead and send that email out. That I okay. want to connect with you before I, I take away, uh, before I leave this area. Okay. All right. Thank you, Miss Blue. Love you so much. Appreciate it. I'm so Love happy I finally ran across well. you. Yes. I'm okay. so glad you found Planet Remix. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm so glad you're here, too. Hold the line. Hold the line. Okay. Thank you. 
peace and love. And happy Mother's Day to you. All these amazing mamas out here just doing the damn thing. Let's go to the next caller calling in from area code 9724. 9724, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. I'm Michelle Crutcher calling from Duncanville. And I recently had a stroke in January. Yes, Chrissy, I see it. Oh, let me give you love. I'm sending you love, Chrissy. I'm sending you love, 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 and love. I see you well. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. And I did want to know how much longer is it going to be before my healing Well, you know, Chrissy, I see you healing now. I see you healing now. I see you healed now. Your body needs rest. I want you to rest your mind. I want you to rest. That's the main thing. Rest. You're healed now. You just... Your body needs the opportunity, and a lot of times, you know, strokes is really, a lot of times it has to do with us stressing out over things in our lives, holding on too tight to this material things and people. And I want you to oh, just kind of let... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I said, and I want you to just let it go, you know? Okay. Because I tried to. Mm Go ahead. I tried to. I'm I'm so tenderhearted and giving. And then when I feel like people don't think about me, it hurts. Yes. You know, you are a true loving mother on the planet. And I thank you. For your love. Now it's time for you to allow others to love on you. Okay. And this whole universe, this world has so much love to send to you. At night and even when you're laying down taking a nap, Chrissy, I want you to imagine a gate at the back right in that center of your back, right? I want you to imagine a beautiful round arch double gate. The kinds that you see in front of beautiful mansions when you're passing them. And I want you to see that gate opening up right on your back. And know that all the love is just coming into you. When you're taking showers, when you're washing up, you're back. If you can have access to getting a therapeutic massage done for you, have them work on your back. Have them work on your back. Yeah. If you don't mind, I can take my Black Panther crystal wand, which is one of my favorite. 
and I can just go in and I just want to take your love that 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 because you got a couple of leaks inside of your energy centers and I want to go in there and kind of swirl and let some of that energy out so some more love can just sort of come in and just sort of seal you up nice and tight like a baby in a little, you know how we swaddle babies and wrap them up in a cocoon? That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right? So mm-hmm. I want you to just relax for me. I'm just going to go in there. Maybe we need some theme music, Chrissy. Do we need some music? I feel like we need some theme music while we're doing this. What should you say? Okay. Okay, sounds good to me. <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. so hold on. Let us find some music. Let's find some music really quick. I'm going to find us some theme music. Meanwhile, I just want you to just be relaxed now. Um, you can even close your eyes and just comfortably sit back on your couch there and just sort of relax. Um And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's see. Um, hmm. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm give you, I'm gonna give you my man. I'm gonna give you my man here. Yeah, I'm gonna give you my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not him. Hold, hold, hold on. I'm trying to. I'm trying to I'm trying to see who 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 who's coming through. Who's coming through? Oh my goodness. Um wow, wow, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Chrissy. Hold on, Chrissy. Um, hold on, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it together here. Miss Blue's gonna get it. We gonna get it. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Oh, gosh. Can I make a correction on my name? Yes. It's Michelle. <laughs> Tell me why you said that. Huh? Your name is Michelle, not Chrissy. Not Chrissy, it's Michelle. I was trying to say myself, but when I hit the show, my speech don't always come out right. That's all right. That's all right. Chrissy will be your, that'll be your cat woman name. We'll let you keep that for that. But okay, Michelle. Okay. 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 All right. So we're going to get us some music and... uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, Chrissy. We're going we gonna to play some music while I go in and clean up this energy here. It's a little hard with 
James Brown telling you to get up, but don't get up. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting in the trip with a massage on my back. There you go. So you can feel it. Yes. There you go, Michelle. I'm just cleaning up your energy here, going all the way in down to your feet. That's it, Michelle. All the way in. I got my Black Panther wand and I'm swirling it all throughout your energy, all the way over by your neck, down your right side of your body, over your crown chakra. Now, down on your left side of your body and now I'm working working on the back of your heart chakra right there opening it up you may feel the cool sensation happening there you go Michelle you're going to be feeling like yourself in no time. Yes, 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 Michelle. Working on connecting all of those nerves back together, waking them up. Okay. going to do is I'm going to take my amethyst crystal and my aquamarina crystal and I'm just going to feel your aura all the way up. Okay. Oh, and the rose quartz crystal. I'm just going to wipe over your brain with the rose quartz crystal. Giving it all okay. of the love and healing light so it can take it all in. There. Oh, it's looking so good in here, Michelle. Oh, okay. <laughs> you feel that, don't you? I do, I do. Yes. Oh, it's looking so beautiful in here. Oh, thank the Lord. Yes. Ah, there we go. There we go. All right. So you are nice and sealed up. Nice and clear. Nice and clear. Yes. Yes. And so they 
sending me that. Like, I have to wait and let people take me to the bathroom. I want to be able to drive myself and do the thing. I'm independent, and so it's hard. Yes. It's very hard for me to yes, depend on is, people. I understand that, but here's what I want you to also know. That the universe, the Most High, wants you to allow others to love on you as you've loved on them. So I don't want you to be in a rush to do everything for yourself. Allow others to give love back to you, and I give you love back. I've cleared your aura, sealed it up nice kind of went over your brain and just put some good healing energy in there. And the thing that's going to help you sort of kind of get back to a speedy recovery is rest. Put some good music on, get your massages, and relax. Relax. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's the hardest thing for me to do is be there. I know. I know, because you're just so used to handling everything for everybody, but now it's your time to take your throne. I want you to imagine when you get up in the morning and you're sitting there and you're looking in the mirror. I want you to imagine yourself putting your crown on and sitting in your chair as your throne, as the divine queen mother goddess that you are, and that everyone around you are people who love you and that you were able to give them love and even the doctors that are coming to help you and people, whether they're driving you to your doctor's appointment, whether they're the massage therapist or whether they're the physical therapist that's working with you or the nurses working with you, they are all people who love you and they are here to support you and to give you love. All right? All right. <laughs> oh, oh happy Mother's Day to you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. You also. And I have one more thing. I have all, like, I have a lot of sickness in the family. I have an aunt in the hospital, and I have a lot of death going on in the family. I don't know yes. what to do. What place? Well. I tell you, you are so powerful, Michelle. Send love to them. When you get ready to go to sleep and you say your prayers, send love to them. They still know your heart. They know your love. And they know that you are close to them, even though it may seem that you are far away. Right? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I thank you very much. Well, I thank you so much for calling in. 
get some rest. I want you to get some rest and get some sunlight and let everyone love you. And from now on, when you wake up, just like the royal wedding was happening tonight where the sister girl was getting married in the UK, I want you to sit up like the queen goddess mother you are and allow those who you have given love to, to give love back to you. All right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So peace and love to you and happy Mother's Day, Michelle. Happy Mother's Day to you. And happy Mother's Day to you also. Thank you. Thank you Hold so the, much. Hold the line. Wow, what a blessing. Everyone is sending you so much love, Michelle, and so much light, so much love and so much light. Wow, you guys, what an amazing share here today. I definitely want you guys to go over to the Remix Radio page and sound off. Sound off on Mother's Day. Leave maybe a special message for your mother and to mothers all over the world. Leave that message there. And Ashe to all of our mothers who are in the spirit world, still loving us, still caring for us, still being there for us, and thanking them for all the work that they've done. For the mothers who have been here before us, the mothers who are here with us, those of us who are mothers and the mothers that come after. I wish you all love. I see you all well. Having an amazing week. We have this beautiful energy of the new moon that's coming upon us. I want us to take advantage of that. Don't forget to write that love letter to your mother, whether your mother is here with us on this plane or other planes, uh, send that letter out. It is important that you get it out into the atmosphere, mail it. If your mother is still alive, once it comes back, send that letter to your mother. If you don't know where your mother is, know that that energy will find her. Your love will find her. It will send that love to your mother. She will receive it, whether you have a relationship with her or not, because that's just an illusion. You are the divine proof that your mother loved you. And so I wish you all an amazing, wonderful week. And I will see you guys back here next week live on Planet Remix. Until then, don't forget to download, download, download. Please download. I will see some of you in readings this week. I am super charged up and excited, especially with this new moon energy coming in, which is all about love and wealth and how we see these two and really sort of getting us into the position so that we can begin to start living and being the stars in our light. So I look forward to reading your comments over on Facebook, you guys. Please go do that. Don't forget to download, download, download. And much love to you all. We are official citizens, right? Official citizens of the Milky Way galaxy via Planet Remix, because we know our magic. So here we are. Here is some loving, healing energy. 
uh, to bring in all of the abundance and love for us. And we're going to uh, close out with this. So peace and love to you guys. Peace and love. Here we go. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Remember my home. Oh, Hey. Hey. 